Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, y'all listen to Threes from the Ring, episode 87, G, what's up, this your boy Chris J, got the homie on here, Trail Sad, go and do yourself, G. Hola, como estas? Cool, so, we've been off for about two weeks and a little bit of change for this podcast, actually, uh, but we all had uh, personal things to do. We got new equipment. Day trails in a better place. So things is only get better from here. So hey. Uh, so, but a lot has happened these within these past two weeks. The bubble had the NBA bubble has been bussing, and we have a lot to talk about in regards to that. Uh, even including a lot of things that's happened today. Like big major things in regards to that, so we'll probably be spending a lot of time within that area of things, and also uh, wrestling has been pretty decent as well. So uh, let's go ahead and go straight into basketball. Actually, also uh, there is no NBA player that has ever wore the jersey number eighty-seven. It's not worth well, a damn. What happened on this date in basketball and or wrestling? Probably nothing on this date in basketball. But what happened on this date in wrestling? Something had to happen. Let's see. What happened? And let's go ahead and ask Google. What happened in wrestling today? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Okay, that ain't going to really work. Okay, what happened in wrestling? On uh, this date. We could say on, on this August date. August 11th. Also, RIP uh, Kamala. Uh, he well, died course. recently, actually. So prayers to him and his family. Really sad loss. All right, here we go. What happened in wrestling? Uh, Hulk Hogan turned sixty-two today. Uh, uh, what? Well, well, Hulk Hogan's birthday, but who cares? Uh, anything worth a damn? Nothing worth a damn. Let's see. Larry Zabisco defeated Harley Race. Okay, nobody cares. Uh, hey, but that's probably was a big match, bro. That's probably who knows match. uh the ravishing rick rue returns to wwf as Shawn michaels insurance policy so that this is a lead up to dx maybe here hold on mm-hmm. let me look here Rue blah rue will come back with a brief one just three months ago he left for and oh he left and then came back he left because of the montreal screw job and then came back that's hilarious really like hilarious. everybody in wrestling but yeah, so that's that's pretty major because that's a DX lead up. Uh, Rick Root is like the most forgotten DX member of all ever. Literally, yeah. he's the most forgotten <laughs> DX member because he's an OG. Uh, let's see here, what else we have? Uh, Legacy defeated Batista and John Cena to regain the tag team titles. Okay, that's a good one. And yeah, that's it. All right, that's it. Cool. All right, so those are some random fun facts. All right, so straight into basketball, though, as as we originally planned. 
So uh, let's just go ahead and I feel like the eighth seed is probably the hottest storyline in the bubble right now. Like everything at this point is kind of clear cut in terms of the seeding. I don't think really nothing's going to change because most teams only got one or two games left. Uh, So if you're already in, more than likely you are going to be sitting niggas out. If you, but in terms of the teams battling for eighth, uh, like the Blazers who have just sealed the deal for the eighth seed right now. Uh, well, I wouldn't say sealed it, but they currently are the holders of the eighth seed right now. Let me go ahead and look at the standings. See, they actually updated it. The NBA be taking a minute on their goddamn app. Yeah, the Blazers are currently the eighth seed. The Grizzlies are tied at number nine with the Suns and the Spurs. Uh, so we so the race is pretty much set. Uh, I think the Blazers are not about to lose the eighth seed at this point. But that ninth seed is going to mean a lot for the Suns and the Spurs at this point. I have literally given up on the Grizzlies. That's just keeping G real. If you are a, a, a friend of me on Facebook, I've been trying to get you John Morant fans to talk to me. But you guys do not want to talk to me. Y'all don't. I'm just going to get this out the way now. You guys do not want to talk. Y'all was talking all this shit about Josh. Mesmerized by him almost dunking on Kevin Love. Mesmerized by him just doing neat little things and stuff, all of that. But let's just keep it G real. If the Suns was healthy, they might be in the AFC. If the Blazers was healthy, they would be in the AFC. If the Spurs literally had some type of consistency, they would be in the AFC. Ja literally was the benefit of the fact that some good teams were hurt. And it is showing right now in the bubble because they only won one game. Jaron Jackson was present for at least half of them before he his Achilles. What what happened? His his meniscus exploded. And now Ja's about to be sitting at the crib while you niggas are still lying, capping on his name, saying he's better than Damian Lillard, which is, oh, boy, that's a big cap. Please, I want you guys to talk to me about that. Uh, even though Kyrie has not played, barely played this season, you niggas say he was better than Kyrie. Big cap. Some of you niggas have the nerve to say he was better than Chris Paul. Huge cap. Some of y'all say he was better than Kyle Lowry. I saw Kyle Lowry literally beat the hell out the Lakers by himself. Uh, y'all say he was better than Chris Paul. Y'all say he was better than Russell Westbrook. Huge cap. So, y'all, what, what's wrong with y'all boy? I need y'all to talk to me, G. Y'all been quiet. And don't give me numbers. Because no, those numbers is not winning games at all. Those those almost posters and shit are not winning games. Those uh, crazy dunks where his AC, I pray the guy's ACL survive year three of his career that he's doing out here. Those are not winning games. So, Talk to me. I need I need the job fans to talk to me, bro. Y'all been quiet. I just need to get that right now. Anything you want to add about uh John Morant and the Grizzlies? That's all you killer? Alright, cool. I just oh, wait, actually, let me get it. I'm not about to slander John Morant. I just think that you know, give that clown to Adam Silver. <laughs> my man really put the hit job on on the Grizzlies for Zion. 
they had the easy the Pelicans had the easiest route to the AC, bro. Oh boy. The Blazers went through it, bro. Blazers had to go get some squads. Yes, and the Pelicans had the easiest route. And you got smoked. Full team there, except for the couple games I won. But for the rest part, full team and uh the quote unquote most improved player who I think should go to the, the guy in um Charlotte, but it probably won't go to him. But the quote unquote most improved player, he healthy. Uh, my bad. The veteran on the team who had a 13 year, I mean 13 season, but I think it said his, but in in general he had like a 21 year playoff run. Because if you count high school and college, because I think JJ Reddick played all four years. Yes, he did. Plus, he I think he played five years in Duke actually. So he had that whole. Run with, with with being in the playoffs. You had him. You had Drew Holiday, which is low key a dame stopper. We know this. We've you seen had it. you had so much. You had Alvin Gentry, who probably won't have his job. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on for a moment, G. For a moment, Alvin Gentry, G. We love you, bro. We want you on this podcast. Hey, shout out to you being the next Bulls head coach. I'm cool with that, but bro. We got nothing but love for you, Alvin, bro. Come on the pod, bro. If you, like, we, we the homies from Adidas, G. We always treat you good, bro. We gave you nothing but love. So, come on through, Alvin, bro. Come on through the pod, bro. Much love. Oh, man. But, no, in all honesty, it's it's a hilarious, hilarious thing. That was a hit job by the M- Bro, it was a hit job by the NBA, bro. <laughs> it was. I don't care what nobody say, bro. It was. I don't care what nobody say. It was a hit job from the start. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy because um, everybody and their mama thought Zion was going to be, you know, guaranteed in the playoffs. Everybody wanted that Browns and did do a thing. Had one good game. Not gonna cap. He had a good game. Yeah, one. He got like 20 points and a couple rebounds. But, you know, that bubble, that bubble for real hoopers. That bubble is for the real hoopers. Not niggas, not niggas who in the league. Real hoopers. That's for the bubble for. That's who the, that's who the bubble for. It, it is. Yeah, like, the, the bubble showing who hooping. Who, who hooping? Who the hoopers, G? Look at TJ Warren. <laughs> Until met Jimmy last night. But, and that was a scary sight. But, uh, but both of them, oh, a little tidbit on that. Both of them didn't play. Like, Jimmy defensively played amazing. Yeah, he, 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 he defended him the whole game, they said. Watching that game. Played amazing. But Jimmy, as in his buckets, no. Um, which I'm beginning to put Jimmy in a place in which that's just not him to be a scorer now. If you look at that Heat team, that Heat team is meant for like play good defense. It's like okay, it's that Heat team is similar to my 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 league team on two K. Everybody can score. Like there'll be a game where literally like I have like six, ten, seven dudes score over ten points, and maybe one dude gets to twenty. And that's that Heat team. There's not a like Jimmy 
if they need him to drop like 20, 30, maybe a 40-point game, he'll go ahead and do it. But yeah, that team is built for play some good defense, everybody gets a bucket. Yeah, that's a very good team. And I think when Greek Freak becomes a Miami Heatle, it will literally help that team out a lot. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Because they're going to get somebody. They're going to get, like, no cap. They're going to get somebody to be um, they star other than Jimmy. Jimmy is going to be that second player. But they're going to get somebody who's going to – Joe. it could be Joel Embiid. It could be so – they're going to get somebody because they're going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals this year if they can, you know, get past, like, the Raptors. Because I think it's between them and the Raptors to go against the Bucks, right? Not worried about the Bucks, even though we have a conversation about them later. But, like, they're going to – they're going to be there. I mm-hmm. promise you. A day they can put my life on it. And once they be that comfort agency with Green Free, if they can make some moves for Joel around all that time, oh, yeah. It's going to be somebody else, dog. Yeah. They got a team. So they got enough pieces. And they got a team. Like, the people you fish, it's safe to say you get somebody like Greek Free. Who the only people you, you keep a Tyler Hero and, and, and Duncan? Then you just ship everybody else. Because you've got pieces like that, right? Yeah. So, so it, that, that's how I see it. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. What's so, the next one? But, uh, back to the AFC, though. But uh, all I'm going to say is shout out to Dane and, and what the Blazers is doing. Oh. Uh Dame has been hooping. I think he had 61 today, tonight. And I was to just barely beat Luka in the game. Uh, I didn't really watch the game like that. Uh, I caught bits and pieces of it. They was going against Luka? Yes. Did they, so they beat Luka in them? Yes, by like two or three. All right, look. Okay, question, Chris. Since Dame just captured this HC. At the moment. Can there be a talk? And he'll be a top five in MVP voting. At this point, the voting is done. Like that's why they showed the finalists. But I know, what, but, uh, but uh, if he did this towards the, you know, like if it was like a regular, regular degular yeah. type situation. I think he was already in the talks, regardless. Like I'm pretty sure once they reveal like the entire voting. He he's probably in the top five. He's probably yeah. in there. So so who was it? It was LeBron, Greek Freak, Harden, and it was just Kawhi? those three. Those three were the finalists. It, the the three they only show the three finalists. They don't show the yeah. like all the people who got votes until like okay. afterwards. So uh, but as of right okay. now, but if I had to take a guess, I wouldn't be shocked if Dame is in the top five because of like. Uh, like he was really hot before uh, Monsieur uh, COVID decided to uh, get everybody sick. So, uh, yeah. So that so that kind of held things back. But in terms of, but I think I think he I think he should be top five. Me personally, I will give him the votes. Like he would have mm-hmm. probably got a third place vote out of me or something, but. If I had a vote, and hey, preferably we'll be having we'll have that type of power within the next five years. I speak that to existence, but Dame 
deserved. If he got any votes to be in the top five, it's well deserved to me. Well deserved. And in terms and since they just announced that the fact that there's gonna be bubble awards at this point, it's it's between Dame and Devin Booker. Oh, bro, Devin Booker playing such a basketball. Like I, I would add T.J. Warren would still be in the conversation, but Jimmy sent that man to Alcatraz, so uh, he'll get votes. But it's between it, to me, whoever wins that is going to, is between it should be between Dame or Booker to me because they have more to fight for. To me, mm-hmm. like I know some people saying, "Hey, Luca and Harden deserve some votes." Definitely, yes, they do, but it's. To me, it's like Harden is like he's playing to get to the third seed clearly because I think they kind of want the Clippers more than they want the Lakers. That's just me personally. Uh, I want to say this, bro. I think you good. You just muted yourself. The boy did. Yeah, no, I had that thing on talk to speak function. My bad. Um, so. I think right now, because it's crazy, right? When you think about what's going on, um, it's showing that, like, a lot of the analysts don't know much about basketball, Joe. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Because, like, and I think it's definite towards just, like, somebody like Harden, bro. Harden is playing at an elite level right now, bro. This this is the thing with Harden right now. He's super efficient right now. Yes, that like, and this is the thing that I like Harden. I have the utmost respect for Harden. Any means necessary for him. It's just he chokes in big moments, and I feel like but this, he can play more efficient games. This is this is the thing. Like the choking big moments in, in this situation, right? Like I think we got to stop crediting the player unless it's just a real dumb play and start crediting the defenses because when you got certain like certain. Like Golden State when it gets dumb, how many yeah, times? Harden was it was more Harden than the Warriors. Like that man. Like was I understand like the series shots. he had against Dame, right? The series he had with Dame sent him home. Of course, when Ginobili blocked that man back to uh to an early summer vacation. Of course, but yeah. come on. But like, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> talking recent memory. That's the thing with Harden. Like the Warriors were beatable. He had the Warriors by the throat, and he let go. <laughs> It's, think, it's like he I, gave them sense of being. Oh, no, man. I'm still thinking, like, with that situation, bro, I still think I give credit more to who the heck the Warriors were than James Harden. So, last year, yes. The year before last, when Chris Paul went down with the hammy, he had them niggas by the throat, and he settled to shoot threes and try to draw fouls instead uh, at the three-point line against Klay Thompson. He wasn't getting those calls. He should have won that game. Okay. Look, I just I just think Harden right now solidified himself as look, this might be I might go back on this. But I think he solidified himself better than a lot of the people in the league. Oh yeah. Like like the guaranteed I think the guaranteed three. Even with injuries included, Braun, I even, you know, Braun is about to decline soon, right? I'm giving him two more years and we can still say he's top five in the league. 
Like, and it's showing. I hate to beat that person, but it's showing. Yes. Like, you're not getting in the mode as fast as you used to, right? Um, and then with the way that the Lakers scheme up, it's, it's funny because Frank Bogan going to have to give at one point with AD playing the four. <laughs> but, hey, we'll talk about that later. But, <laughs> you know, you talk about Greek Freak, Brian, and KD. Do you probably throw Kawhi at four? But that fifth spot for the best player in the league, bro, do you go Harden or do you go Curry? You know what I'm saying? Like, because Harden right now is playing at a, such an elite level that it's not like when Harden just manipulated rules to get fouls. Because he's showing he don't have to do that, Joe. He don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely everything people say Harden has to do. He leads the league in steals right now, bro. He has gotten better as a defender. He leads the league in steals. Like, he leads the league in steals over the person he said that if I was seven foot something too, I'd be good I'd be good as well. Like, what he did for Giannis, oh crunch time, bro. Like that can't be bro, come on, G. G. <laughs> I've been one of the few people and I think I said it I, I think when I it was either this season or last season when I noticed yo Harden steals almost leads the league in steals. And I was shocked. Now, steals, some people will sit here and say steals is a stat that you could kind of cap on because, yes, nah. Steph Curry led the league in steals one time. But, I don't think I don't think in the – because I think it's different. But either way it goes, that's still that's still, it's still good. A, it's know, a skill. Allen Iverson led the league in steals one time too, so I can see where the conversation comes from. Yeah, but, but that's the thing with Harden. Teams, there was a – the narrative, because there was a 30-minute video that Megan cooked on defense, and that narrative, I feel like Harden, after that video, slowly started taking defense more serious. And I would at least say the past two years, he has gotten better as a defender. I'm not saying, like, I'm not like Pavy from Hoops and Brews who would sit there and say he, he should have been all second-team defense last year. That's cap. But he has improved enough as a defender where for one he isn't scared to take on the big assignment in crunch time and two where you can't just sit there and say I'm going to pick on this man and you can't because especially with how the Rockets have been the past couple of seasons he can't be the one that's be like that's our bucket on offense he, he can't. So, shout out to the couple years with Chris Paul, who probably helped motivate him to be a better defender. Probably taught him some techniques to be a better defender, show better instincts and all of that, and plus just motivate him to be a better defender. And then, just this season alone, like, we like just that, that moment where he literally stood up to Giannis G and took the ball twice in crunch time said a lot. That said a bunch to me that he... I'm not going to sit and say he's an all-world defender. I'm not going to sit there and act like he got down uh, freaking uh, – I don't. I feel Eric Bless is an overrated defender. Marcus Smart, he's not Marcus Smart out here, but yeah. he – but at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and say he's got down – who's a horrible point guard defender? Um, let's go into deep cut here. Ty Lawson. Yeah, Kimber Walker. There we go. He ain't Kimba Walker. So, like, he ain't, like, at this point, like, he, he'll he get the job done. That's the sole purpose. Like, yeah, he, you, you may, you're going to still score on him because, like, hey, fuck it. 
up, but I feel like he isn't going. He's no slouch no more either. He's not going to sit there and willingly get hold and realize like, hey, yes, I need to drop thirty five on uh, offense, but I also need to at least limit my opponent from dropping thirty on top of me. Yeah. So, and that goes to like how much Hard has grown, and I res- that's why I respect Harden so much. It's just I just want him to be efficient. He's efficient now. I have no complaints. Absolutely no complaints. Yeah. So, all I ask is just the man to keep hooping, get the three seed. The Lakers gave you a big boost because they beat the Nuggets last night. We'll talk about that later. But get that three seed and give Kawhi and Paul George hell. That's all I ask. Yeah, it's like. Because right now, that West is wild. Because the last thing the Lakers want, the funny thing is, I think the Lakers beat anybody coming out the eighth, right? Anybody. Yeah, easily. No yes. cap. But the last thing you want is to get, for your, for your guards to get smoked by Dane. Because there's a possibility. Like, there is a possibility. Like, that, I think Dane will be easier to play than Devin Booker. And thank God that Dame has CJ. Because that's a, a unsung hero in this situation, too. Because yeah. CJ is just, he's another, I'm a hooper. Yep. Like, this ain't no, this ain't no, um, like, no, I'm just the number two guy that, I'm not, I'm not Chris Middleton. Put it like, he ain't no Chris Middleton, bro. He a hooper. Mm-hmm. He a hooper. He a hoop. Like, um. And Melo has been looking good. And, yeah, because Melo is good. And, you, you, we, we. I was saying to myself that I capped and said that he probably wouldn't, you know, make it and stuff like that. But it's looking good, and that one-year contract, he might not get the, the greatest amount of money, but he about to get something. He'll get a, He'll he'll go to some team like next year. Melo is going to be on a team, and because I feel like this was a learning experience for him, whether he stays in Portland or he says, "No, I'm about to chase a ring." Uh, cough, cough, he might join the Lakers. Uh, but um, where he'll sit there and get a two-year deal, might be his final two-year contract, and a reasonable pay reasonable uh, pay, pay, and be like, all right, bro. Because he has been looking really good. Really good. And like I've been telling uh, the 76ers GM, Elton Brand, you should sign Melo. Should have signed Melo. And it was no like I think if they would have signed Melo to a smaller deal and not picked up Al Horford, bro, they would have they would have a little bit more flexible room, I should say. They would have a f- more that there will be more for their offense. Yeah, because now you can kick it out to Melo and know that Melo, you probably will drain that hole, bro. Yep. More than I count Al Horford doing and fucking Joel Embiid for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, so, like, if we still talk about the AC, I think – I know I went on about Harden, but I would say this, too. Damian Little has been a top-10 player in the in, in, in the world right now. And in the mm-hmm. bubble, what, he top five? In the bubble, he has been top five. In the bubble, like, you go – you probably go Devin Booker because he low-key doing it by himself. Yeah. You go Devin Booker. And Devin Booker playing, like, the point guard spot, bro. No, they have Rubio's – I know, but the Devin Booker the one who playmaking. 
Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. You yeah. see this man assist? Yeah, his assist numbers is actually reasonable. Yeah. Um, but you got Devin Booker probably playing one. And then Dame, two. Fucking and hate to say TJ won. AD was there and then he declined for some apparent fucking AD reason. just said, fuck it. Uh, we got the number one seed clinch. We'll talk about that. Kawhi later. is extreme. Even though he got a bucket thrown on him, Kawhi is extremely. He's hooping in a bubble. He's just not, you know, wild. Yeah. He's hooping in a bubble. He's hooping, but it's not like it's not Kawhi. It's not Big Y. Bro, it's Kawhi. He's boring. It's Kawhi. Bro, it's not. It, gee, yeah. it's I've watched like enough Freak, Clippers games. Like, it's the same thing like Green Freak. Green Freak hooping in the bubble, too. It's just his team losing. But I wouldn't say he's top five. Like, who you put me, bro? Come I'm on, putting Hard and Luca in front of him. 31. I'm putting Hard and Luca in front of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm putting both right. of them. Like, he. You right. He, you right. You right. You right. You right. You right. Luca just had a game there, 39 and 19 game. Nigga, balling, bro. And Luca literally had a freaking my career game. He had a Michael. He had th- he had I think thirty nine points, nineteen assists, and fourteen rebounds. Yeah, he had that going on rookie. Oh God, bro. But um, no, you're right. So probably you know, Greek freaking big wide go at like six and seven. I mean, yeah, six or seven. Um, I'm probably putting Harden there. Putting TJ Warren at the last spot, you could possibly put him in the top five. Okay, still give it because it's, it's at the end of the day, bro. I don't think like. I honestly don't think I'm not putting as much spec on TJ Warren as everybody else is, bro. I've been a I'm TJ just... Warren fan longer than most, so I'm happy with it. I know you happy. You picked TJ Warren, your mocker teams. Um uh if we do it, if when two K twenty one come out and I get it with my PS five brother, um Nah, you have to pick TJ Warren on your uh, league team, bro. I don't care if we're doing legends. I don't care if we're doing regular people. Like, Since what? you've been a TJ Warren fan more than all of us, you got to pick him. If it was a regular team. league, yeah. A legends league, no. He'll be a yeah. mascot. Nah, he got to be on the team. I get him minutes, too. He got to be in your rotation. Nope. That nigga not about, at, what, when I'm blowing the team out by 30? No, you gotta be in your rotation for real. Hey, look, man, that man is not gonna see the court when Crunch there's pass, niggas like when there's real niggas like Michael Ray Richardson coming off benches. G. All right, watch. Well, next time we play two K, you gonna pick somebody like Brooklyn, and I'm pick Indiana, and watch how I saw you to death with TJ. <laughs> Who's on Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, well, let's give Brooklyn a quick shout out. Yes, y'all are hooping. Of pure hustle and grit, but nigga, y'all gonna see that broom. Y'all just gonna bring that broom smooth, smooth. <laughs> y'all just taking that broom, bro. He taking that joint. Got dog sweeping tears away with that thing, bro. Like, y'all just ain't playing with them, bro. That's what. But, but yeah, like, they didn't want hooping, but yeah, like that, that's the. I would say that's a reasonable top five though. Either way, but uh, yeah. but to close out the uh. AFC discussion. So, because by the time we record next week, technically it's the playoffs. So, uh, no, I, my prediction, game. yeah, the play-in game is going to happen regardless because uh, I have at this point Phoenix is going to be the ninth seed to me. To me, I'm going Phoenix. So, Phoenix and Portland in the playoff in a play-in game. I'm riding – Phoenix is arguably the hottest team. Dame is the hottest player. Like, the Blazers are winning purely off Dame saying, 
playing, look, let me take you guys home. And the Suns, it's not even just Devin Booker, but as a team, they are looking really good. They're the hottest team in the bubble. I kind of want to see Devin Booker prosper more than I see Dane. That's just me. Even though, like, Dane versus the Lakers is going to be primetime TV, but I kind of want to see Devin Booker have this moment. That's yeah. me personally. So I'm going with the Suns to be the eighth seed when it's all said and done. That's me. Who you got? Uh, I'm probably my, – my, my heart tells me to go with Phoenix. But so the play-in games, Phoenix got to go against Blazers, right? At this point, because as of right now, if it was to be today, it'd be the Grizzlies versus the – what you call it. But the Grizzlies is not winning another fucking game to me. So – uh, the Sun. So it'd be more likely to me it's gonna be the Suns versus the Blazers. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Blazers because not going to cap those is because you know you gotta take it out of a one v one man sprint like man, thing, man frame whatever you say, and and think about how how Dame. I mean how the teams of Phoenix and and. Important to look at each other, right? Mm-hmm. And Nurk is hooping. Nurkic has been really good. Nurk is hooping. You got CJ, you got Melo, you got shooters. And when I also think of, real quick, I don't know what Hassan Whiteside done, but apologize, my nigga. They are not playing him because he can't be played. This is like I'm telling you, bro. The bubble is only for hoopers. This ain't no regular bed. It's only for hoopers. If you ain't no hooper, you can't play. I'm, it is showing. If you ain't no hooper, they, they they weeding out the hoopers. I'm sorry, Ben Simmons. They weeded you out. You ain't a hooper yet. They weeding out the hoopers, bro. If you ain't no hooper, if you ain't no hooper or no superstar level player, bro, you ain't you ain't seeing no bubble minutes. Boy, that boy from the Raptors, white folks, he a hooper. <laughs> what, last night? He smoked the boys last night, bro. He did. <laughs> he did. Freaking hooper. He did. Was he going against the Clippers? Or was he going against the Bucks? The Bucks. A hooper. <laughs> like a hooper. And I, I got something for the Bucks. I got, I got something for the Bucks. But, like, these people... Say. These people um, that's that that's hooping. That's the only spot. So why say ain't a hooper? Flat out, he's just he'll barely good barely play a great defender. But we like I I kid you not, G. Because the crazy thing is these bubble games ain't got outrageous points. Bro. Some of these scores <laughs> is outrageous. <laughs> What you mean? I don't think some of these scores is like like how they be in regular season. It's like 136 Look, bro. or 127 Gee, fourth quarter. This prime example today, the Suns in Philly, 130 to 117. It's like, well, yeah, all right. And Philly ain't so, had none of the Gee, every Mavericks game has been at least 120 points outside well, the, the Lakers game. Huh? Outside the game they had against the Lakers, every Mavericks game has at least been 120 the Lakers, points. The Lakers good at really slowing teams down, bro. 
Really good. Just when the guard come, bro, it's just scary when the guard come, G. That's just all it is. It's just going to be real scary with the guard here. That's the crazy thing about that, bro. But, um, no, but like I'm saying, like, you know, it's, I just think with that, the Portland is just a better team. And, like, everybody's healthy now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is not, they had that problem when the season first started. That Nurk was gone. Rodney Hood got out in the beginning of the season. Like, they had a problem when they didn't have – they didn't know what to do, so they had to come up off on the flat while being in probably one of the strongest Western conferences ever. Yeah. Yeah. Any team can come out the West one through four, and I fucking hate the Nuggets. But to keep it buck, the Nuggets is – the Nuggets yesterday showed their depth. And it's mad, bro. When people was hyped that P that when, when I saw that, I think it was a wide alert. That PJ PJ Dozier entered the bubble. I'm like, who the hell is PJ Dozier? I learned who PJ Dozier was last night. <laughs> we'll talk about that shortly. Gee, um, they they they. It's a um, it's a, it just it just shows like the the, the bubble ain't man the bubble real bro, and the West is even realer. Um, what was what was being shown was being shown like throughout the 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 the, the certain teams and stuff like that. It, it I think as much as Phoenix is really it's, Phoenix is good and Devin Booker, this will help Devin Booker next year because now he's coming in next year with all the confidence in the world, dude. and now Phoenix can actually attract people. To them, without Devin Booker getting the heck up out of there, if got darn Draymond Green won Notre Dame on TNT. Shout out to Draymond Green for being a fantastic basketball analyst, uh, analyst, even though he was a little bit soft because he thought Chuck was, you know, he was a little sensitive. But that boy, <coughs> that man got a job, bro, after the oh, after yeah. his career. Oh, bro. What'd you say? I said, yeah, easily. Like, Draymond has always been a very smart basketball mind. So, but the way he talked, it, it could get casual fans to be like, "Huh," I kid you not. It can get casual fans to be like, "Huh, really? I didn't know that." No, and they don't get one fuck about basketball, bro. But um, no, seriously. Uh, I just, I just go with Portland. I, as much as I, I just go with Portland. I think Portland has a better team. Yeah. I think Portland is more uh, bubble friendly. You know what I mean? I get where you coming from. Yeah, I get it. So, all right. So moving on, uh, we already talked about the Pelicans. They let they let the culture. They let everybody down. So f them. Uh, Philly. Uh, so the Philadelphia 76ers are in a very 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 tough situation if you have been listening to this pod seriously you know i am have i did not jump off the bandwagon of i believe philly can still make the finals and they are the bucks worst nightmare and i feel like that dream has finally gone down the toilet why because ben simmons one ben simmons uh has 
a dis a partially dislocated kneecap pretty much and he just had surgery on it so prayers for a quick efficient uh recovery no problems so prayers to you ben simmons but um even though philly has played well played pretty well without him uh it is still a very big damn because it changes things a lot with them uh even though ben simmons has been offensively mid most of this bubble defensively you need him because arguably he is a top five defender in his league arguably he's more likely to be first team all defense this year so that's a tough loss before we go super in depth, uh, your thoughts on Ben Simmons uh, being out? My thoughts, I think it hurts Philly. It hurts. Uh, the, the only good thing that goes from this, you get to see if Joel B can do this without him on a consistent basis. Um, and you get to, you, you honestly get to see. Because we got to see Ben Simmons without Joel B, but we never really get to see Joel B without Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. As much. Now, if somebody can have some math to prove me wrong on that, great. But um, uh, two amazing players, but I don't think they coincide mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so, with that being said, I think this is a, a situation where you do test out and be like, all right, we can see a bend really is uh the focal point of our team or the 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 player that we need or or if it's Joel and B and if we can find a way to to get pieces over here that can help Joel and B better aka trade with Chicago just take somebody like Kobe White and Lori Market and then Gucci and then we can see you know what's this about you know what I'm saying oh wait 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 you can trade to Chicago you can take Zach Levine and and Kobe and Kobe White, and then just give us like Ben Simmons and um and uh Shake Milton or something like that, and you know straight up we Gucci we Gucci right there. I'm not a money guy, so don't ask me how the hell that money works. Just no way it fucking works, okay? And we can do that. You can come talk to to, to Chicago. We will love Ben Simmons. We will treat him great. I'm picking that nigga up from O'Hare. Myself, I don't know how he's gonna get. I don't know how that six ten is gonna fit in 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 the Kia. But hey, cocoa bean and, and coffee bean. Yeah, I don't know how he's gonna fit in coffee bean. But bro, I'm willing to go through O'Hare traffic to bring Ben Simmons to Chicago, my nigga. It comes with a compl- <laughs> it comes with a complimentary four piece from Harold's, G. Uh, I just saw the picture of the one on eighty eighty seven. Hey, I see. I saw the picture of the one on eighty seven. That bitch ain't been no more. Um, I haven't drove by there yet. I'm scared to. Yeah, remember sit down. we gone. Um, but yeah, like no, I I how do I say this? I um I uh I just I think that's the this is the time for you to see you know what what's gonna work. Um, is is it is it is it fucked up for them what they gotta go through? A oh, fucking course. It's it's quite sad, but you know, you you gotta you gotta if you're a good if you are a good organization, you come up from it. But this this 
I hate to say it every fucking episode, but no, no doubt this is um the Ben Simmons and and Joel and B shebang. Who knows how long this is gonna work out, Joe? And this is a perfect time to see Joel and B by himself. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I don't yeah. think they. It's it's super. It's really unfortunate because. They clash, but they make it work. But it really only works on one side of the ball, which is defense. And even when the power forward experiment for Ben Simmons, it benefited all the, everybody else on the court but him at damn near. And to me, I thought it meant, oh, he's actually going to become, they're using him in the Draymond role. You just can't shoot. At least Draymond... He can shoot, but he ain't a shooter. He can yeah. shoot, though. But with Ben Simmons, it's like we put him at power forward, that, and we already know uh, MB rather kind of sometimes want to shoot jump shots. But it's like, yeah, it helped MB. It helped Shake Milton. helped Tobias Harris. It helped uh, Josh Richardson. helped the others. But, but Ben Simmons was like, Okay. <laughs> and like his numbers show in the bubble, unfortunately. And the injury just was just unfortunate. And Philly is playing it really smart because the injury based off how it was explained to explained to me on the media, I really didn't go in deep detail. It reminds me of what happened to Kyrie when his knee exploded in the finals in twenty fifteen. And I recall in that playoff, I recall in that whole playoffs during that Bulls series, I was like, where the hell is Kyrie Irving? Where the hell is Kyrie Irving? Where the hell is Kyrie Irving? Like, he'll start a game and really don't even do much. Like, he may have a moment, but other than that, it's just like, he he, he not doing it. That Hawks series, Matthew Dellavedova, Tristan Thompson took the other souls and LeBron just said, I'm going to just go ahead and hoop. And that's what happened. And then they get to the finals. Kyrie looks like Kyrie. And then overtime happens. And his freaking leg explodes. And nothing was the same. So it, based off how I was afraid. And I remember people's uh, Kyrie father was very vocal saying they should not have played my son. His knee was fucked up. They knew it. But they kept forcing him to play. And... So based off the and what happened to Kyrie was a dislocated knee knee kneecap. Ben Simmons was damn near the same. He just happened to put his back in place. Shot to him. So, uh, so the injury sounds very similar. And even then, like Kyrie still gets knee knee spasms. Ben Simmons, you just had just got done having back problems before the bubble. Came in healthy. Now your knee is on on the verge of exploding. You caught it early. You gotta get surgery now. So now you have two players who's supposed to be the core of your franchise. Both have some type of injury history where it's just like, what the hell? And this is where we can actually kind of do the little thing, our little segment where we talked about like how or who who do you want to trade, honestly? And for like I think you say you wanted Ben Simmons. I'm going and beat. So, 
we're, 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 the, we're assistant GMs to Elton Brand, unfortunately. That nigga loves big niggas for some odd reason. It's scary. Nigga loves his position, I guess. But if it's just for me, I don't keep, like, I like Embiid more. I, I have a thing for centers. If you're a center, I'm probably going to rock with you if I like your, like your game. You got a cool personality. Hey, Embiid, I feel like has kind of gotten over his injury bug. It's just Philly is very overprotective of him, which is very much justified because they had to sit the nigga out for the first two years of his career, year and a half of his career. So then any little thing is like, oh, sit him. Like, he sprained his ankle. They said it wasn't even that serious. He could have played, but it was just like, sit him. They still won that game. You have you signed Al Horford in case you want to sit down Joel Embiid and lessen his minutes. You care. To me, there's a little bit more care in Embiid and value to Embiid to them than it is with Ben Simmons. I feel like you get a bigger package with Ben Simmons. It's harder to build a team around Embiid. And I said this on previous podcasts. It's harder to build a team around Embiid. But I feel like a team, if you do it properly, that team is going to be a really tough team to beat because you have a very dominant big, a versatile big who has placed top three in, in defense play of the year twice, I believe. Rudy Gobert stole one of them. And a dude who can be easily a top five MVP candidate any given year. If you put a very productive, a very productive all-star level guard with him, you're straight. That's the main thing with Embiid. Ben Simmons doesn't have the scoring capability to really work with Embiid. And they clash. If Ben Simmons just wanted to shoot, it would benefit Joel Embiid so much more because the floor space opens up more. Take Ben Simmons out, the floor opens up more. You notice it in his stats. He feels more comfortable. Teams don't freaking rush to double team him like Hakeem in the league. So, hey. So, like you said, like you mentioned, and there's rumors buzzing. They somebody, there's some people say Cleveland has a good package, which I'm sorry if the I'm, if I'm literally some picks? people said yes, picks Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. If I'm Elton Brand, I'm hanging up that phone. If I'm if I'm if I'm goddamn Ben Simmons, I'm crying. That too. I don't want to go Ohio. I literally spent. Almost every podcast this week. The slandering worse Joel Embiid and, and, and Andre Drummond. That's even worse. That too. So, but I'm calling the Bulls. I'm gonna be like, hey, what's good? What's happening? Zach Levine, Lori Marketing. Either Zach Levine has to be in a trade, regardless. Regardless, I want yeah. Zach Levine. And you either give me Lori. Or Wendell Carter. No, I don't want Wendell Carter. That nigga legit has to play center. Like, he's literally baby Al Horford to me. Give me Laurie. You can keep Kobe. Go ahead and keep that nigga. And we'll gladly take Otto Porter's horrible contract from you guys. Since he's going to opt in. So he's there for another season. So we'll take Otto Porter's contract. And give, give us, like, two first-round picks. We'll leave you alone. That's just me. Or you get really aggressive. I just say, hey, Phoenix, 
Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, straight up. Oh, so picks don't have to go into that. Of course, some picks, yeah. But in terms of players, straight up. Yeah. I will give that call. Yeah. Or, or if you just really want to get a little more funky, hey, let's call the Kings. Hey, De'Aaron Fox. Buddy Heal, either De'Aaron Fox and either Buddy Heal or Bogdanovich and get a bunch of picks, of course, too. Those yeah. are some options. Those are those are some options you give call for Ben Simmons. Because you going to I feel like the stronger haul is in Ben Simmons, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like Ben Simmons has the stronger selling, yes. But I feel like <laughs> For a current championship run and a stronger team wise, you can build a team around MB and you could probably win faster than it would be putting a bunch of shooters around Ben Simmons. Because if that's the case, look at the Bucks. They a bunch of shooters, and I still don't believe them as a number one seed. So <clears throat> So I go, I, I I will go, and I agree with you a lot on that. And in, in, in this situation, it's a beautiful situation that Philly is in. Sucks for the players, but stay. You're getting something for either one of them. Yeah, multiple time All Stars. Um, both of them, well, one of them is a rookie of the year. The other one could have won it, but he only played five games. But in those five games, he was a clear cut, better than all of them niggas, right? Um, crazy thing, yeah. Uh, so I go by Ben Simmons by default because we have that conversation, even though I think you trade Ben Simmons. But looking at it in the sense of saying, for instance, the higher the ropes wanted Ben Simmons gone. All right, I look at it in that instance. I look at it in that instance. I mean, the higher ropes want Joel be gone. He, 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 too injury prone or whatever. And then they could build around Ben Simmons because it's easier, like you said, it's easier to build around a, a, Playmaker like that. Okay. So, this is what I go for. Because I think Ben Simmons can, not as good as Greek Freak, but he can have that upside of being as dominant as Greek Freak if, if you can get the right stuff behind him. But I mean, right. You can get players like Lori Marketing who just going to shoot it. You get somebody like, and this is why I mean you get you a good haul for him, bro. You go. Go over there to Miami. You talk to that good person, Pat Riley, who won another championship joint in his box. Because, look, we ain't got to go for a straight championship right now as Philly if we get rid of Joel Embiid. Getting rid of Joel Embiid is basically saying we ain't going for a championship right now. Just the way it is, right? But anybody who is chasing the ring will do anything for big homie Embiid. So you go, you go, you go to Miami, and you talk to, you talk to the mobster himself, Pat Riley. You ask them, please don't see your goons coming. But in that, we give you somebody like Joanna B. And this is all be, if the money works and stuff like that. We give you Joanna B. He goes back with Jimmy Butler. You just take him. You give me Hero. You either give me Hero or Duncan. But you throw me Bam in that too. And what's that What's that point guard? Charge. The good one. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, you give me Gordon Drogic? I go. I'm not getting like I have to keep one of my young pieces. You want hero? Take him. 
Duncan Robinson, nah, I Harrell, think about but it. I'm giving you a Joel Embiid. You don't need Bam if you got Joel. I know. You can take Bam. I'm expecting Bam nope, to be part I of the need, trade. I need, I need my center back. No, you can take Bam. You can gladly take Bam for Embiid. But I'm taking yes. Hero, too. You can take Hero, but you're not taking Kendrick Nunn. I need a point guard. All right, not take Kendrick Nunn, but you give me Hero, or honestly, you can't give me Hero and Duncan because – I'd rather take Duncan because Duncan is a way better shooter than Hero. Yeah. But I understand if they keep Duncan, right? Miami. Good haul for Miami, right? Perfect haul for Miami. Um, it's really just it when you look at it. And, of course, if they <laughs> could talk to Brooklyn. It's crazy as that sound. You could talk to Brooklyn. Brooklyn got some killers over there that nobody knows about. Could talk to Brooklyn. Joel and B, you take air, you take all oh, they young set. Because I, I believe Joel and B, Kyrie, and um and KD can make it work. Uh, just just one person, somebody touch one of them niggas' legs, it's over with for the season. It's fucking over with, bro. <laughs> somebody touch an ankle or something, it's done. Um, but no, uh, same thing. You can send that nigga to New York for whatever. I'm pretty sure New York just want to star. To put some asses in some seats, uh, but no, I think the best place you can go with is Miami. You could probably do like a Chicago thing, but I think Miami would be a best place for Joel and both sides would be happy. Um, yeah, and that's the only teams I could really see, unless you found a way to get Dame over there. But Dame cost a lot of fucking money, a lot of money. Um, and you'll probably be strapped up, tapped up if you ask for Dame. You can you can do CJ, but they ain't got no young niggas that you, that can shoot either. But you can do somebody like CJ who can create his own shot, who's a hooper, still young, don't cost that much money. Shit. And if you if you get if you want demon, let me tell you something, bro. If you want demon time, let me tell you something, bro. If you want demon time. Work it out like this here. Work it out like this here. You you gotta be. This is where you gotta be a real nigga. You guys, Greek freak. Like, bro, we homies. Where you going next season? I'm not going. I'm not going. You're not going to accept this bad with Milwaukee. So where you gonna go? Oh, I'm thinking about going to Golden State. All right, cool. Boom. You talk to Golden State. Hey, look, bro. I heard Greek freak coming over here regardless too. Give me Clay Thompson. Give me Wiggins. And give me like something else. Take Joel and B. You good? You running? You run the East with Ben Simmons and Clay Thompson, bro. Fucking run the East. But that is that is it though. That's if the chips. I just wanna leave. God me. You run it. Now, no, no cap. Like say for instance, they miss out on Greek Freak, bro. You tell them like, yo, give me Clay. I give you Joel. You not taking that, bro? Hell yeah, I'm taking it. Because Clay coming off of ACL uh, is, is, is ACL, right? It's ACL, right? Yeah. Coming off of ACL. Hopefully he is as good as he's going to be. But let's keep it buck. He wasn't the most athletic nigga in the world. And he just shot. He, who knows if his defense is going to be as good. But you still call Because you can't. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry ain't going to know him not shoot. It's the other things that they do that makes them to the superstars that they are, right? Like Steph Curry with his playmaking, not only for him shooting the ball from anywhere, his handling, him being fast and shit, all that type of stuff. Then you got 
Clay, Clay probably not athletic as you know, Steph ain't athletic either, but he's probably not as fast as stuff. But Clay is strong, he's tall, and he can play the hell out of some defense, right? Boom. You 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 sent Joel and Bid over there. Look, bro, look, they got a new arena over there, bro. The Warriors is not trying to be just regular degular ass teams, dog. Keep it, they're not just trying to be a Rockets. They're not just trying to be fucking like the Clippers. They try to be we want some more trophies in that hole because we got we got that new Trace Arena. We ain't like that. I'm pretty sure that nigga ain't spent all that money on that arena for not. So that's how I see it. I do believe Ben Simmons is the one to go. <laughs> Ooh, imagine putting Ben Simmons over there with them boys. Hold on. Hold on. Imagine putting Ben Simmons over there with them shooters. He playmaking for him. The, 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 and they space the floor too. That hole is straight open for Ben Simmons. No homo. My people don't want no trouble. We've had it all stronger. This shit, shit, treacherous, bro. Treacherous. But yeah. Okay. Those are both our takes when it comes to Philly's current situation. Uh, prayers. It just, I'm not going to die on the hill yet. I'm going to die on this hill. I'm going to go ahead and die on the hill of Philly. We'll figure it out. Because that's just me. I just, like I just want to see them prosper, but if not, hey. Uh, either way, so let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and talk about the Bucks real quick. So breaking news as we're recording, uh, Giannis was just ejected for headbutting Mo Wagner. I think. Oh, let me go look on Twitter to see this, this video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. The Bucks have. Let me look at this uh, record in the bubble. Like they, we're about since of between the Lakers and the Bucks. If they, if I had to pick who I'm more concerned for, I'm more concerned about the Bucks than anything. But right now they are, they only have two wins in the bubble out of their eight, two wins out of the one, six games they played. You hate about the shit out of. He did. Uh, exactly. Like I'm like, what did he do to you, bro? But um, point of it all is the Bucks have been real shaky, and they lost some really questionable teams, like really freaking questionable. Like some of these games they shouldn't have lost to. The main one being the Bucks. I mean, the, against the Nets. That next game, I feel like is, excuse me, out of question. You shouldn't have lost that game. Uh. And then just and then the Rockets game was a big expose, big expose of just like yo, you shouldn't have lost that game either. Uh, and then to me that was actually a blueprint, honestly as well. Just like hey, Giannis still don't got moves. He don't got the moves yet to kind of like close out a game properly. And if I'm going to sit there and say Chris Middleton is my closer. I do not trust Chris Middleton in the in the playoffs yet. I don't. Just don't. Shit. CJ McCollum got a fracture in his back. It might just be Devin Booker versus. It might just be Devin Booker versus fucking. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
He said he'd been playing with a fracture in his back, bro. Yo, respect that toughness, but bro, it look man, all it takes is one wrong cross. I'm packing the air, this gas what? He'll still be alive right now if you niggas ain't gas him up. That's what's gonna happen, bro. That you gonna be somebody packed, G, if he ain't careful, G. <laughs> somebody gonna be smoking on that CJ pack, and that dude gonna be lying on the ground in pain. Respect the toughness, though, bro. But COVID out here, you already playing basketball. You have a fracture in your back. <laughs> okay. I respect it, though. CJ, add up points to his toughness rating. G, I respect it. But, um, but yeah, back to the Bucks though. They have, like, I just don't trust Chris Middleton. And do I expect Giannis to be Giannis? Of course. But somebody tweeted this, and it, it, it really made me sit down and think of, like, yo, this is exactly how Giannis plays. And he has yet to gain this skill yet and that skill being a let me slow the game down let me control the pace of this game and that is something you've seen many all-time greats kind of be able to control lebron does it extremely well i've went back and watched a lot of kobe highlights this past year of kobe games he does it really well through his crazy isolation shit Jordan did it really well. Magic is greatest point guard of all time. Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards of all time. Know how to control the pace of the game. Control the tempo of the game. Giannis has not gained that skill yet. He only knows 100 miles of running. And if you put that nigga in a half court, in crunch time, it's like, okay, I can't half back dive through these niggas because either A, I'm not going to get the call I want, Two, I'm still a little shaky of a freak throw shooter. Three, if they call a charge, I'm fucked. So, and I don't have moves. Like he has, like we've seen him make shots, but he, like like I said about Draymond, he ain't a shooter. He can make them, but he ain't gonna shoot them. So, the Bucks is really interesting in terms of how they've been struggling, and also teams are also showing their. Like they're, we've seen Giannis get f f frustrated a lot, as well. The Nets, some some random on the Nets hold that man. A few other, like I've seen other players hold that man. And then whatever Mo Wagner said, tip that nigga over the head the edge enough to where he said, "All right, bro, you, I'm about to Kratos headbutt you, bro." So, so. Teams are learning to get under his skin, and you have to go against in the East. You're potentially going to see nobody on the Magic I'm worried about, honest. The fact the Magic still have the AFC says a lot about how much grit and grind the Nets have, by the way. Uh, but you're probably either going to see Miami, Boston, the Raptors, and potentially Philly all in the playoffs. Potentially at least one one up at least at least one of them. But I feel like you're gonna see two of them. They have players who can irritate you. The Celtics do not give a damn about putting Marcus Smart on Giannis. If I'm somebody like Marcus Smart, I am taking notes and being like, oh, that's how you get under this nigga's uh, skin? Light work. Okay, cool. 
Let me. I could. I could draw some more charges. G. Let me get this nigga in foul trouble. <laughs> so, like, I'm sure teams are taking notes. Like they seeing like, okay, the Bucks is not as bulletproof, and they're really jump shooting heavy ass team. So it's like, and everybody on the team can really shoot. Like they have when they, shooters and shooters, but. If all I have to do is just sit there and say, let Giannis get his, and we just literally just let everybody else just score, uh, try, I mean, and try to limit the jump shots, I'm perfectly fine with that strategy. Because that's how it seems like teams are playing them. Because, like, they losing close games or they're blowing leads. That's all I'm seeing. So, something's not right over there with the Bucks. Anything you want to add? You know, I I think like them. Well, yeah, I guess we could talk about the Lakers next. I don't think they. I don't think they're going as, as seriously as they can. But if they are, if they are, if they at a point in which they are going hard, you know what I'm saying. And if they is going as as great as they can be. <laughs> I hope you enjoy Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I hope you enjoy uh, Eric Pascal. Because <laughs> that boy is Bay Area. <laughs> He's going to the Bay Area. Um, uh, oh, man. I hope you cool with Bam. I said that Mayo be your <laughs> your best player. I hope you good with seeing Tyler Hero dribble the L out the ball, Chris Middleton. Cause he going to South Beach, my nigga. <laughs> there, I'm telling you, folks. There is no way. Oh, he going to oh, they could just be assholes to send that man to the Knicks. But there is no way. No possible freaking way. If they don't make it here, that they stay on the, unless Green Freak know he gonna get him another superstar with him, bro. But there is no possible way if they don't make it out the freaking because, bro. I'm telling you right now, Toronto moves like a well oiled machine. Ooh, he goes to Toronto too, by the way. So I hope they like playing with that tall black dude. But they move like a well oiled machine. They do. It's well oiled. Like, when people say the Raptors could repeat if they wanted to, they really can repeat. Man. And I won't be mad. And I won't be surprised. Shit, they got the game playing the big Kawhi. Kick him in the shin. They got, yeah. they, 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 they got the guard play to, to mess up the Lakers. Look, in bro. Defense. When it's game time, let me tell you something, bro. When it's game time, G, when it's game time, bro. Not lying to you. When it's game time, bro, that boy, the, the young looking Drake dude, what's his name? Um, name it. Tell my tongue. Huh? Van Fleet. Van Fleet balls out. Just that simple. And my boy Kyle Lowry, that nigga Cold. ain't scared at the moment, G. None of them scared at the moment. They ain't got nothing to lose. They really have nothing to lose. They make it to the finals. They just happy they got them. Pretty much. But um, 
No, nah, honestly though, uh, Grief Freak gone if they don't make it, bro. Yeah, if yeah, like it's like they they know that window is very, very like he 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 holds all the keys. Honestly, he holds the detonator of the Milwaukee Bucks franchise at the moment. Giannis holds it, and even though that team is gonna go as far as he does. They still paid Chris Middleton $170 million. They literally could have got Bradley Beal, traded for Bradley Beal. But they said, hey, Chris Middleton is doing just fine. Eric Bledsoe does nothing of significance this year. They said, hey, let's get another Lopez brother on this team. They said, let's grab Kyle Corver. Come playoff time, Kyle Corver misses shots. So, a lot of the things partly is, yes, Giannis has to do it. He has to take that next hurdle. But a little bit of it is, when I look at that team, I feel like the only dude on that team who is not scared of the moment is Dante Javenzo. Because I seen him do it in college. He's a hooper. He's a hooper. He's a white boy that ain't scared of the moment. He just doesn't have to swag with Tyler Hero so he doesn't get to he doesn't get that respect that Tyler Hero gets. But that boy can hoop. I respect him. So, but the Bucks is looking really smelly in the light, though. And if they're not careful, Giannis could detonate this bitch. <laughs> and it's over with. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Lakers, and we'll go ahead and get to wrestling. So uh, the Lakers have also been struggling in the bubble. Um, they, I think, currently 3-3. Three and three. I believe right now they're probably not going to win another game in the bubble because they're going to sit AD and Braun for the remainder. Uh, but uh, outside of beating the they, – they beat the Clippers, which I feel like that was the main game they cared the most about. Let's just keep it real. They they wanted to beat the Clippers. Uh, that, like, that was the one game where everybody looked at their best. Uh Whatever game it was to clinch the clinch the uh playoff seeding, I don't remember what game that was. And the game against the Nuggets, I feel like they just felt like they that was more of an experiment game than anything. And to get the offense going, because their offense has been abysmal this whole thing and just keeping the G real. Uh LeBron is still trying to get into a flow of things, it's very clear. Uh, offensively at least defensively he looks really good it's just offensively he really couldn't re- he's not really got some flow into honesty last night uh ad started off strong and then he just said you know what let me just get in the cut and just chill a little bit uh i call that the lebron rubbing off on him because it just seemed like he just don't really care like after especially after he gave oh that was the jazz when they beat the hell out the jazz uh but um but yeah, when after getting Rudy Goldberg buckets, 
AD stopped caring. <laughs> so it's became a more of a watch. When I watch the Lakers, it's more like, okay, what rotations are going to work and what's not. But I would say the biggest positive about the Lakers is Kyle Kuzma. Each game, he has been really good. Really good. Um, jump shot is prospering. But it's not even just that. He's not settling for jump shots, which pissed me off more than anything. But defensively, he looks really good, especially against the Clippers. Last night, against even when he was on the court against the Nuggets, he was honestly a better defender than half the team at one point. Uh, but Kuzma has stepped up defensively, but he's a lot more aggressive on the offense end because he's not just settling for jump shots. Like He's actually getting his shots off where he needs to get them. And that makes me happy to see because that reminds me of Kuzma that everybody thought was, okay, he's going to be the third superstar of this team that they saw the past two years. So you're seeing things. Deion Waiters looks really good off the bench. Caruso has his moments. Uh, Danny Green has been horrible until last night. How many more bricks? Shout out to you. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, like it. I just feel like they're a team that's not that's still trying to figure things out, and I'm hoping I don't take this back. But they may really need Rondo because against certain teams, certain teams, they would need Rondo to control the bench than Caruso or Waiters. Because I think it will benefit AD a lot more. Uh, because most of the time he's playing with the bench, uh, and it's not no, it's no like Caruso has has had decent moments as a point guard. Deion Waiters as a playmaker, I feel like he needs to remain coming off the bench. But I think Rondo in later rounds or in more in, intense, closer type games, Rondo leading the bench is gonna mean more. They're having Caruso on the floor. I'm hoping I don't regret saying this, but that's just one thing I've noticed about the bench of the Lakers, because AD is the main, is the primary guy who plays with the bench first, and I think having Rondo out there with AD, Waiters, and others benefits AD more, and I think that's why like AD at times looks, eh. It's because of that. So that's me. But um, overall, I think the Lakers are just kind of figuring things out. I think they'll be fine either way. I'm not really that concerned. The Clippers game was annoying to watch because I think they were just trying to figure out their offense and it was needed. Uh, it's just defensively, they just said, fuck it. But uh, shout out to Kyle Kuzma. Though. I think that, that game winning jump shot was exactly what he needed. I think to solidify that, hey, bro, that's what we need out of you. And the fact they trusted him to make that shot says all you need to know. So, uh, but yeah, those are my thoughts on the Lakers. I ain't really get off thoughts on something new. I would say Kuzma defense has been amazing so far. Sean uh, bro, Anthony Davis need to play the fucking five. Yes. Um, six, yes. Um, Joel uh, McGee, the hell down. Please. Even though I think Joel McGee. It's good when it comes to, you know, having a, the, the pick and roll game and a lobby from Brian. But I think when it's just him and AD, I think it's just 
too much. Um, move Kuzma up to the starting position. You can rotate, you know, when it comes to because it's like though, and I, it's 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 a thin line. Depth win you regular season games, but it do not win you a finals. It don't. Yeah. It don't. It doesn't uh, it win game seven. Game to me, it Bond doesn't win game seven. Fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. Ain't no sitting down. Really like Kawhi, ain't no sit down Kawhi and Paul George. So the chances of you always seeing chances, because I don't think you're going to see Zubak that often, or it says you're seeing Noah that often. You're not seeing them. You're not seeing Reggie Jackson often. It depends. I don't know what the hell they want to do with that situation. The, the, the I Clippers think, I think you got them just in case stupid. somebody get injured. Or somebody you know need to sit down, or you need somebody to, to, to get a bucket. But you got Lou Will, so I don't know why they got Reggie Jackson, bro. It was not a smart move. I guess they got him to block the Lakers from getting him, but I doubt if an NBA team that petty. They, the Clippers did a lot of petty moves. Getting Marcus Morris was to prevent the Lakers from getting him. Reggie Jackson was literally, oh, he's going to be a Laker. Yeah. So, oh, no. Um... Like, cause I don't, they they got a shit ton of guards. They still got Larry Shamit. They still got Lou Will. They still got Patrick Bev. I don't want to talk about the club. I'm just saying, like, but I mean, like that depth shit don't mean nothing. Come playoffs, cause your star is playing 45 minutes. Yeah. You got a nigga like Brian playing the whole game, unless you get blown out. He still probably fit stat pad. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, it's 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 just like you know. I'm glad Vogel is is switching out the lineups, but I don't give a fuck if AD don't want to play the five. Literally have AD out there. They be like, all right, Joel, Javel McGee, one minute in. All right, Javel, come out, Kuzma, go in. Guess who playing the fucking five? AD. So and um, the the thing is, the only team the only team where you it's okay to actually we're going to have to. It's okay to let AD play the four majority of the time. The only team is the Jazz. Because the Jazz want to play big. They just want to. But that's the only team. Or even to to an extent, even maybe the Nuggets now. Maybe. Because they have that really funky lineup that we saw. But I haven't seen it since the, the actual seeding game started. But that we saw during the scrimmage games but those are the only really two teams but other than that like ad has to play the five and he only the game where i saw him play the five for majority of the game was against the clippers that was the only team and it's kind of against the jazz but i saw a lot of dwight howard and javel off and on the court too so i definitely agree i think I think it's more I think it's not that he does I think at this point he'll play the five it's just I think just to because he he, AD gets these knickknack injuries to protect him at the moment he's not going to get heavy minutes at the five at the moment they're going to let him get it they'll let him play his five minutes the minutes at the five I think come playoff time more but I think on court wise they just don't want to do too much as well. Also, I think also if the Portland, if they see Portland, they have to uh they have to play big. 
they have to play big because Portland already pl- wants to play big as well. That's the only team, honestly. Because yeah. all the other teams, they're potentially going to see the Clippers, the Rockets. They want to play small as hell. The Clippers, once again, Montrez, by the way, I think Montrez is just now about to enter the bubble. He bogus. Well, no, I won't say he bogus, but no, because he, he, his, his grandma actually died. So, but he coming in is like everybody else already got their foot wet. And then it's like, bro, we already want to play you 35 minutes a game. You're not even in the best of shape, and we're about to enter playoffs next week, G. And we gotta go against Porzingis and and Luca, but Porzingis and Porzingis has also been low key hooping. But uh, but yeah, like those, like majority of the playoffs, AD has played a five for them to. I feel like to legit succeed because it benefits everybody on the floor. Uh, yeah. That look, it's just who knows, <laughs> who knows what's next. Uh, you know, it's it's honestly with this situation, it's all going to be about matchups. But a team like Portland, you probably AD could probably play the four, get away with. I don't just R. I. Peter Carmelo Anthony. Um, <laughs> you go Nuggets, you probably can play. But like like Houston, you playing the five, brother. Ain't no way around that. Like There's honestly, not. like it's no way around that. Yeah, against the Rockets, like he that nigga has to play the five the whole game. No like, way he, around like, that. When he's like, no matter what, like there's the only like Javale is unplayable. You can play Dwight a little bit, just a little. But AD has to be on that court as the five, and you need Marquise Morris to play meaningful minutes against the Rockets because he's the only other front court player. Who isn't LeBron? Because LeBron technically has to run point. Who is going to be on the court? You can play and run up and down the court with them niggas. Mm. So yeah, that's just me. But any other like majority of the teams, he can play the five and he should dominate. Because to me, like LeBron's going to be playoff. LeBron is a thing, and I think AD at the five is AD at his best. Because there's no center in the league who can legit touch him. Nope. And even and like, gee, each time, and it's not like, and this thing, AD isn't like a physical, dominating presence like Giannis is, but niggas guard him like he is though. Niggas double team him, niggas hold him, and that's why he gets fouls. Because the thing is, offensively, he's very finesse. He ain't gonna sit there and bull, bulldoze you and stuff like that. He wants to kind of be like LaMarcus Aldridge a little bit, but a little bit more aggressive and a little more pretty with the game. But teams guard him like he's Giannis. And thing is, that's why he has games where he has 14 free throw attempts. And he makes all of them because thing is, the nigga's freaking one of the best front court shooters in the free throw, on free throw line. Besides, I think, Jokic. So, but yeah, like, I definitely I think the team's going to only go as far as AD takes them. Because if Vogel is confident and let that man run him at the five, 
nobody should beat them at all. Mm-hmm. Especially if Kuzma, Kuzma's going is playing defensive as well as he has. You need that, and like you need that, and it's just the main thing you really need is Danny Green, KCP, to make threes and play as as best of defense as you can on guard. You don't need to lock these niggas up, but we need you to play the best defense as you can. Because their role involves seeing at this as of right now, Dame and CJ and then the next round potentially, at least at the moment, potentially you're seeing Harden and Russ. So it's like to me, AD's gonna do his thing. I feel like neither team has nobody that can stop LeBron, but you want your you want at least to limit the guard play to the best of your ability. And that's the main thing the Lakers need to figure out. That's me. So I believe like they'll be fine. They should. I still believe they're gonna make the finals. But it's just it's just they need whatever lineups that Vogel has in mind that he's gonna run playoff time. Mm-hmm. They better work. And also they may actually need Rondo more than I give them credit for. That's just in, in certain aspects. Not just like, oh, they need need him, but it's little ways that you can tell they need Rondo in terms of just a smart veteran player to lead the offense when LeBron's not on the floor. That's just me. But, um, but yeah, so that's it. Um, before we go into wrestling, uh, we got a UFC event this upcoming Saturday, so uh, I'll let you talk about that. Right, big UFC event upcoming Saturday. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, it's a um, probably not the biggest card, uh, but you got so the biggest fight on there. It's two big fights. So the biggest fight on there is uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. No matter what. After this fight, Daniel Cormier retires. No matter what. You know, never say double, of course. But definitely no matter what. After this fight, he retires. Um, then you get... Um, what is his name? Uh, Stipe Miocic, who just won't... Who defended his belt. Legacy. If he wins this, you probably could say he's the GOAT heavyweight. Um, Daniel Cormier already selected himself as probably a t- top five, depending on your list of fighters. Definitely a top ten fighter of all time, so this not really affect him. This affects his legacy heavyweight because then you could probably say he is the best heavyweight fighter of all time, um, beating Stipe twice. Even though I think a nigga like French Ngannou probably sent his brains to <laughs> CP World, but um, yeah, uh, so. Then there's a fight against Sugar Shane O'Malley, which is a big upcoming star. Nigga look like we see any riffraff. Uh, very exciting fighter. Um, if y'all like highlights of USC, look up his highlights. He knocks niggas out. Going against his dude, A. Vera. I mean, yeah, last name is something Vera. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Vera. Um, should be a decent fight. 
Uh, then the rest is just the card. Um, like if I look up, the, if I look I'm up the card, for now, you I have right it, uh, now. Uh, yeah, go ahead, brother. Junior Dos Santos versus some dude named Rosie Jaz- Stoic. Uh, that's the dude who got knocked out by Francis in like seventy-two seconds. Or- yeah, something no, like that. The dude, yeah, that dude got sent to CT right. Both of them got knocked out by Francis and got no quick time. So, the battle of whose brains are still the most functionable. Uh, <laughs> then Herbert Burns versus Daniel Pineda. Uh, wait, who? Herbert Burns versus Daniel Pineda. Uh, like I said, it's a bunch of fights that. Look, bro, I ain't, I ain't good for names, but I'm pretty sure they're decent if they're going to put them on the card. And John Dodson versus some dude named Mirab Vidishvili. Uh, John Dodson, uh, I want to be rival to Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, I, uh, for some kind of reason, I know he got an afro, but he also hasn't received a hell out of this kind of, so it looks weird. Mm. All right, cool. So, uh, All right. So that's the UFC event for this uh, upcoming week. Uh, mainly, Cormier is the head of the card. So uh, just let me know what we're going to do, bro. Um, so, all right. So this past couple weeks in wrestling, uh, I just want to get this out the way now, bro. So this past week, man. We're going to mainly focus on this past week, but we'll talk about retribution as the two-week thing. But, bro. Braun Strowman dropped probably one of the worst promos I've ever seen in my life. This past Friday on SmackDown, G. That that promo was horrible. Mm-hmm. And when I say... I was like... like, Okay. The Fiend p- pulling up on Alexa Bliss is one thing. It's cool. It's okay. It's like the Fiend trying to get into Braun, even though we know, like, who cares? But that thing, it was just, you could tell when Braun Strowman popped up on the screen, that nigga for one had his face close to, like, he never did a video call before. Like, like you know when you FaceTime somebody and they face is all in the freaking camera? It, it was like that, G. And then just trying to talk menacingly. I was like, you know what, G? I'd rather hear Big Show say I'm a giant and I took it more serious, G. And Bray Wyatt as the fiend was probably just standing there looking like this shit is trash. And I'm doing so much vocally to carry this into SummerSlam. I just felt like I was just I just need this belt off, uh, Braun at this point, G. I'm done. Mm. I'm done. Anything mm. uh, Brian, that sucks. <laughs> but I ain't the one to give that up. Uh, I ain't the one to give that up. Uh, His best feud is with Roman. Of Puts the respect on the big dog. We always got to say that. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's it. All right. Like, uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, ain't nothing else special about Brian. It really isn't. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so also... Uh, a what happened to AEW? So uh Sammy Guevara almost killed Matt Hardy. Uh the nigga literally grabbed the wrong chair, I guess, and hit Matt Hardy upside the head. So for one of these motherfuckers still doing head chair shots. But my problem is this. 
this nigga just come back from suspension and they said it was described as the man got too excited finding the pr- the proper chair and still bust Matt Hardy in the head with it. And hit him with a real chair. Stupid. Motherfuckers is horny for chair shots, G. Just stupid, bro. But uh, nothing to add about AEW. Nothing really else interesting really uh, happened. Unless you want they to women. So. That, uh, that tournament is ass. ass. What'd you say? That tournament is ass. Yeah, tournament is ass. But there's a lot of talk with like, the women of AEW and. Like, you think Dave Meltzer being the, the you know the guy who always put WWE over kind of put them down when he said that the reason the women don't get that much time because they focus on ratings and women don't bring ratings. I mean, the whole bigger than what it already was, but um, yeah. So it's been a lot of fans talking about how the women's division is ass, and this is why ratings talk don't matter uh, because now AEW gonna have to try to compete with themselves in terms of women and have them women on TV and ain't nobody gonna watch that shit. Nope. So, it, it put themselves in a hole because the women's division is ass. There's oh. nobody you can look at, probably Britt Baker. I'm sorry, I know I have black skin, but I'm not a big fan of Big Swole. Um, Britt Baker. Ooh. That's it. They champion and um and uh they former Bro. champion. What's her name? As much as the joke, we let the jokes fly. N- she still, Rose. yeah, Rose. Rose. She's and still a. She still is probably their biggest woman star. Um, literally, <laughs> bogus. Um, but yeah, that's the. That's it. That's really yep. much it on the end. Yep. No um, lines, but, um, yeah. For what I see. That. Uh but yeah, so then WWE, uh all I'm gonna say is shout out to Bianca Belair for uh having that moment and jumping Selena Vega on Twitch. Uh once again blurring the lines of what's real and what's not <laughs> which I respect. And this goes back to me giving props to Bruce Pritchard for literally for one, finding something for Bianca Belair to do. And two, bringing her on TV. Also, Shayna Baszler back on TV as well. And three, put in a storyline that involves her because, A, we have women, and let's just sit there and shit on AEW as well, by using our women because we really have dope women wrestlers and put them in mid-card storylines. And just having the fact that they said, A, let's have... Bianca Belair go to Selena Vega's house and beat her ass. Content, my nigga. Watch it on Twitch. Content, my nigga. Definitely. Now, the only problem, like, this is where if us who are huge wrestling fans, we could have literally sat there and been like, let's just keep it G real. We know who Selena Vega's married to. Alistair freaking Black. Yeah. If she was in any legit danger... We would have literally heard Austin's Black theme song and literally see uh, see Bianca Belair's uh, ponytail fly across the screen after she got black masked. Let's just keep it real. But also, storyline-wise, Austin Black has one eye. So, but, uh, but yeah, but overall, 
stuff like that I enjoy. That was that was that was a nice change of pace. Uh, anything we want to add about that uh, before we get into Raw Underground? No, I'm Gucci. All right, cool. Uh, Raw Underground has been going on two weeks straight now, which is Shane McMahon's new uh, toy, I guess, where in the corner of the performance center, the janitor's closet of the uh, the janitor's closet of the performance center, they have them do shoot wrestling. I feel like it's a nice change of pace. Uh, some people feel indifferent. I kind of like it. It's a new way to at least get some people on TV. Uh, you could probably build some somebody new from it as well. Uh, or just build up current people who are on TV. So, like, the first week we saw... Uh, shout out to Dio Madden popping up for the first time in years. I mean, since Brock Lesnar beat his ass, so that's what's up. Uh, but we saw Brock, I mean, not Brock, I mean, uh, MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Sheldon Benjamin beat the hell out of everybody. I enjoyed that. And then this week, we saw Shayna Baszler beat the hell out of all the women. I enjoyed that. So, it's a nice change of pace to me. Like, I, I'm interested in what they'll continue to do with it. I just also don't need Shane McMahon doing commentary either on it. Yeah, I think they can. I'm I'm optimistic, like everything wrestling, because uh, it's fucking wrestling. Of course. Uh. Um. But, um, it's just that if they can put this in a sense of legit. It just have, you know what I'm saying, like legit shoot fights down there. Um, we can, it can, it can get popping. Yeah, it can, it can definitely, it can definitely be popping, bro. Um, it, and I mean, it can get real popping. Um, and that's why I kind of want to see it. Uh, it be like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see like uh, you know, uh, different. We can see something different in terms of you know WWE and things of that nature. Something that they never did before, which would be great for them. Yeah. Um, and it it would be something that we will all. You know, want to see and things of that nature. It'd be something that we all uh, get. It, you know, it, it, if they can make this real shoot style, like even like to the point, like niggas had like you want to bring Brock Lesnar back, have that nigga come back to Raw Underground and just beat the shit out of everybody, <laughs> which he should do. Honestly, you ain't gotta have him drop no promos. You gotta do nothing. Come back Raw Underground, think up Bakabuka, bring me another. Think about I'm doing this till I get Drew. Book, I'm coming here every, you know. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to have him work. You could pre-record Raw Underground every single week, even when the crowds come back. You can pre-record it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I like it. It's a, it's a. I'm looking forward to what they can do with. It. I would love to see Brock Lesnar pull up though. Like that. If you know, I don't think Brock Lesnar's coming back until there's crowds. Um. But that, if you want to just bring Brock Lesnar back and just have him wipe the floor of everybody on Raw Underground, because t- 
to me, it's something dope to see for like people who legit like have like fighting experience. So like Brock Lesnar, I'm expected to dominate. Uh, niggas like Bobby Lashley, he has MMA experience. Shelton Benjamin is a legit, just like Brock Lesnar, a legit wrestler. I expect him to whip niggas' asses. We just saw Shannon Baszler take out three women handedly. She has MMA experience. Somebody like Sonya Deville, I would love to see in there as well. So it's a good way to, and even like, it's a way to just even use some NXT talent as well who's just, you don't really got nothing to go for. Like, hey, use you. Shoot. Yeah, it's it's you throw somebody like Killian Dane and uh, um, that'll be good. Yeah, you can do it. You can do a lot. You can do a lot with that. Yeah, it's a lot to really do. Like, cause main like some of the random people that do pop up outside of like well-known uh figures on WWE have been NXT or or like really PC niggas. So it's a way to at least get them on TV. So it's exactly. really. Yeah, so it was really good, interesting to see. Uh, that, dang, I really forgot about that Styles Clash. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm watching SummerSlam 2019, and I forgot how AJ caught this nigga Ricochet from a 450 splash into a, a Styles Clash, and I was like, that was a really good summer Styles Clash. Uh, Is that when AJ was Styles Clash and everybody favorite black wrestlers? Yes. Where he styles clash uh, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander back into uh, nothingness. Let's just keep it real for what it was. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm really interested to see where it goes from there. Um, so yeah, and then we have Retribution. Uh, how can I phrase this? So Retribution was announced, not this past week, but two weeks ago, where as a new faction that was to come. Me thinking, well, they never really just outright said retribution, but that's just what they're called now. But they were they W tweeted a a new faction uh going to be coming up on Raw. I'm automatically thinking undisputed era. It just makes the most sense. But Adam Cole has to get his stardom up by going against Pat McAfee, so I'm cool with that. Um, but um, but yeah, so I'm thinking undisputed era either way. Me being like, oh, okay, this is going to be neat. No, it's not Undisputed Era. It's just a bunch of niggas in black hoodies uh, who are just causing chaos around a performance center. Uh, it reminds me of Nexus a little bit. But at the same time, I'm I'm remaining optimistic because the mystery, the mystery of who, who they are more than anything, we don't know. Niggas. You said what? A bunch of short niggas. That too. They're all kind of short. So, insert anybody from NXT. <laughs> yeah. Like if they're under six you foot tall. Female with them too, right? They do have that. It was like two women. Two women. So it could be something. This this can really be good. It, it could be good once we know who they are. It's just also some of the antics come. It's just probably how they approach it come off makes them sound corny like just probably just like they sound like gremlins <laughs> that's just me they kind of sound like gremlins and so it's just like oh, okay it caused all this chaos it was hilarious as hell seeing 
them chase Corey Graves off on SmackDown the other night. But it was like, hmm. Like, I, I get you causing chaos. I just don't feel it that feel them as a threat yet. Until they actually pull up on somebody. I'm like, oh, that's somebody I respect. Because drugging Montez Ford, that's bogus as hell. But it gave us it gave us Zelina Vega getting jumped by Bianca Belair, so I'm cool with that. And just a few of the other things that they have done. Like cost MVP to belt by Apollo Cruz. Also, Apollo Cruz having a better promo than Braun Strowman. Braun that's all I need to say. Um But yeah. Overall, like, you know, it's it's cool. I'm I'm interested in who who it could be. Cause I have to look at the roster and see all the NXT niggas that were under six feet tall. And any of the women that look like they have skinny legs and kind of big titties. Yeah. So, that's just how I got to look. So, some people did say it could be Chompa as the leader. That That's nice. That'll give something Chompa to do because he hasn't really done nothing. Like he's been going since Karrion Cross choked that nigga out. So it will be something new to do. And like I know he wants to be NXT forever, but I think NXT has finally overcame him. And he just needs something fresh to do. So I wouldn't be mad. It would make sense, especially with the name. It's his retribution. And depending on who you put it with, who you put him with, it it works. But I could see like Chompa would be really dope. That's really the only person off the top of my head. Um, Chompa, want no fat nigga to be dang. Could be Velveteen. Um, Velveteen is a possibility, but. <laughs> I just think it's too far off right now. I think they told that man, go away. They definitely told that man to peace out. Um, uh, I can't think of who. I, don't, I also don't care. I'm optimistic, too. I'm not about to go full-fledged and say this is dumb and stuff like that. I just like when wrestling try something different from yeah. any side. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, it's, it's the only thing I just don't like the corny. It's a little bit corny. Yeah, it's, You're not doing right. anything it's just how they sound. Breaking windows and spray painting. Yeah, it's like, they. That's I said, they remind me of Gremlins. If you ever saw the movie Gremlins, they yeah. just remind me of them. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the only thing. Like, other than that, I think it's a, you know, it's cool. It most likely could work. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's it. I don't think it's a it's something that we can continue to uh, like. I just hope it don't disappear because stuff that don't come off really, really well. I think it would have came off better with a crowd. Yeah. Um, the DND got to be brutal. Like, we want to put somebody in like a faction that's that good. Uh, like you want to put a faction in that's amazing, you know, put in work and things of that nature. Um, you got come, you got to have them put come in as careless, put people through tables. Shield did it. 
have them beat up your champion like Undisputed Era did. Yeah. Have them occupy Raw completely like um, like the Nexus did. So Honestly, yeah. I could see like, I think okay, with SummerSlam being not this week but next week, I can see that being their reveal. It'll make the most sense. Uh, I could probably see if Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre main events, more than likely it will. Uh, I can see them interfering in that to be their reveal. Like the actual, like, hey, this is who we are. Yeah. It just makes sense at this point for that to be the lead up for because, like, nobody has yet to pull up on them. Like, Bobby Lashley don't seem like they were going to do it last week on Raw, but they just found themselves in the uh, at Raw Underground and beating up all the niggas. Yeah. So, so I'm in, I'm really interested to see where it goes from here. Uh, but uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, next week we'll have the SummerSlam previews and the playoffs for the uh, bubble. The playoff bubbles will be starting. So interested in that uh so be on the lookout for that and so yeah and we'll probably also finally do our uh our rankings for uh what you'll call it best wrestler uh themes wrestlers with the best theme songs there we go so yeah so yeah so we'll have that list for you guys next week but uh we appreciate you guys for listening make sure you follow the new instagram page you tweaking media for snippets of each week's episode and just keep track of what we're doing on the show and podcast of course greatly appreciate it also uh make sure you follow us on twitter at three is from the ring three s from the ring if you disagree with anything we say on the podcast hit us up on there and let us know data may treat you i may have a conversation with you or it could be vice versa who knows uh and then also make sure you whatever platform you listen to this podcast on whether it is uh soundcloud spotify apple podcast google podcast some random site that has our podcast allegedly make sure you hit that subscribe button we greatly appreciate it and make sure you hit it and just uh hit that follow and if you can rank it comment make sure you do that too and be greatly appreciated but thanks for listening and peace peace out